Hello from London, where this podcast has relocated for its autumn season. We're enjoying a sunny morning here to start the week, with cloud coming on in what is still set to be a warm afternoon. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed, because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Lamentations, chapter 3, verses 22 and 23. It's Monday the 7th of September, in the year of our Lord 2020, and it's time to sit back and start your week right. I'm Mark Sidwell, and this is Mark's Almanac bringing you five minutes of civilised calm, recorded in East London, just as the capital starts to wake up for the week. Thanks to the formation of the Northern Rugby Football Union, a commencement was fairly made with the winter pastime in those counties on Saturday, though play was, of course, confined to the dissentient clubs. Speaking generally, the play shown cannot be said to have been of a very brilliant character, The teams were not thoroughly representative in many cases, well-known players being absentees, and those who did turn out were only too obviously out of condition, and were glad when half-time offered opportunities for recuperating their wasted energies. But that the Northern Union has come to stay was evidently the general opinion at Stockport, where close upon 10,000 spectators assembled to witness the local team on duty against Brighouse Rangers. The football witnessed was of a high order, the Rangers gaining a thoroughly deserved victory. That's from the Yorkshire Post, reporting the first ever games of what would become Rugby League, played on this day in 1895. The sport was born from a revolt by northern teams, where players were predominantly working class, against the Rugby Football Union's commitment to amateurism, which was more affordable for wealthy southerners. On this day in 1533, Elizabeth I was born, the Virgin Queen, daughter of Anne Boleyn and King Henry VIII. Elizabeth reigned from 1558 to 1603, and oversaw an age in which England's international stature in politics, commerce and the arts flourished. Also on this day in 1940, the Blitz of London began, with the first nightly bombing of the capital by the Luftwaffe. The German campaign would continue until the 2nd of November. Here's a poem, an extract from Autumn Journal by Louis McNeese. September has come, it is hers, whose vitality leaps in the autumn, whose nature prefers trees without leaves and a fire in the fireplace. So I give her this month and the next, though the whole of my year should be hers, who has rendered already so many of its days intolerable or perplexed, but so many more so happy, who has left a scent on my life and left my walls dancing over and over 
with her shadow, whose hair is twined in all my waterfalls, and all of London littered with remembered kisses. That's almost all for today. I'll be back next week. Don't forget you can sign up for emails when new episodes go live with show notes and links at marksalmanac.substack.com. And don't forget, that's Mark with a C. And if you need some music to wake you up for the week ahead, how about If Ever I Stray by Frank Turner? If ever I stray from the path I follow, take me down to the English Channel, throw me in where the water is shallow, and then drag me on back to shore. Until next week, stay civilized, keep calm, and please keep washing your hands. Have a lovely day.